Welcome back to a very special edition of the Never Lost Podcast. First of all, one thing you might notice is my voice is basically dead, and that is because the Milwaukee Bucks are officially NBA champions. Bucks and six, baby. Bucks, Bucks and six. six. Let's go. As always, I got the boys here, Jacob Abraham, Jacob Mang, and then today we have a special guest. His name is Sam. He also has a podcast called Vibrant Vibes Podcast, where he yes, talks sir, about yes, music, sir. pop culture, interpersonal relationships. He's got a little bit of sports in there. And they also have, uh, he has a Snapchat called Bangers and Review, where he reviews albums and songs and stuff like that. You should go check him out. He's also, the <laughs> website for the podcast is called VibrantVibesPod.com. So go and check that out. But today we've got a very Bucks ed- special Bucks edition of the podcast. We're going to be talking a lot about what we were doing at the game, how we feel, how the city kind of feels in our opinion, and uh why don't you take it from there, Jacob? Yeah, first I just want to thank you, Sam, for coming on here. We're happy to have Vibrant Vibes here. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing all right. I mean, my voice was pretty bad after the the night of the game. But, you know, I've recovered pretty well, unlike some people around here. I did not even think I'd be able to talk today. I am known for, like, just blowing my voice out when I'm excited. So I'm, I'm glad I can even speak. Yeah, you were overly excited when I ran into you after the game. You guys are just <laughs> running around hugging. Jacob's over here crying his eyes out. <laughs> Jacob was bawling his eyes out. He I was, I was. That felt like the city of Milwaukee just taking a collective, <sighs> we finally did it. Like, he just kind of, like, let out all of his motions. I was high-fiving a few cars, maybe people hanging <laughs> yeah, out running out in the middle of the streets. In the streets of <laughs> Milwaukee, just holding tables over my head going, we, we did it! Yeah, we I forgot that. It. You took a table, and you were I considered on, taking in the that middle table of the with street with, with a patio <laughs> table in over your head. I was happy for the Bucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Celtics fans over here celebrating Bucks style. Celebrating, celebrating the Bucks. I'm style. a vibes fan. Shout out vibrant vibes. Oh man, that was. First of all, just like that's so crazy, just yeah. so crazy. I can't really believe that. Like, I mean, we kind of all expected after uh, Game Five. It's like, oh, we have to go to Milwaukee. Like everyone saw the meme. From, like, that 70s show on Twitter, it was like, I think God would want us to go to Milwaukee tonight. <laughs> so that's, like, the vibes I felt. I feel like I had to go even though I w- I'm not a Bucks fan, but it was just electric. Once-in-a-lifetime opportunity seeing over 100,000 people flooding the streets of Milwaukee, so excited for the game, all in Deer District, trying to get their arms on camera for, like, about five seconds when it pans over, like, during a commercial. But uh, still, it was something I'll never forget. Yeah, totally. I think the coolest part about it is all of us, we're in Milwaukee, but all in different ways to be a part of the city and the game. We had Mang over here, was who's actually in the stadium watching beautiful. the game, oh. which is crazy. Yeah, I got goosebumps dude, just saying the that. Energy dude. in the stadium, man. That's hype. It's insane. Nothing like, dude. Literally, like the stadium was literally shaking. Like with like thirty seconds or so left, like place is just going bonkers, and I like stabilized my feet for a second. And, dude, just shaking. I'm like, no way. This is insane. Just syncing up with the vibrations could, of a city. Could dude, you hear the city from, like, or was it just dude, so Dude, I could loud? barely hear my own thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> there was literally, like, a couple points where it was just, like, ear-piercing, like, decibels. Like, there's nothing audible you're hearing. It's just loud, just noise and just people losing their gourd. Dude, it was phenomenal. Like, there's nothing. You can't put a price on it, like. It's well worth the price of admission. This is the most expensive T-shirt I'll ever own. (laughs) (laughs) 
funny. Well worth it, though, honestly. Dude. I mean, anytime an experience makes you use the words bonkers and gourd, you know, Dude, that's coming I think that right speaks out. for it. Right itself. out the woodwork, baby. <laughs> right out the woodwork. And it, it wasn't like necessarily a guarantee game either, man. That was a. No, yeah, it was a good the, game. I remember we were we were at a bar and you bought the tickets after uh, game, game, four. game four. Game four. I didn't mess around. I was like, because, man, they have also an opportunity if they steal five. If they're coming home with this chance to bring it at home, Milwaukee had never won a title on their home soil either. That was the first time. I will say, I was like after Game Four when you bought the tickets, I was like, "Wow, that's so cool that'll be there if they win Game Five. But then I also thought, like, "Wow, if they lose Game Five, and like it'd still be cool to go to Game Six, but it yeah. wouldn't be obviously as electric as and as insane." But no, but I mean, I did the Brooklyn Game Six too, where um, they had to win, or else I would have seen Brooklyn take off and. You know, that would have been really depressing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been either one, two highs or two lows. It was, it was yeah. either we win a title, they win a title, or I guess we're going to game seven. Whatever, yep. we'll see what happens. You there. did take a big bet on the highest of, of like, the vibes. Yeah, and if I want to wait it, I would have paid, like, well over double what I did to For, like, to standing room. Yeah, it was more for standing room than I paid to sit. Uh-huh. That's crazy. And then we had Sam, who was actually at the watch party in yeah. the district, which is crazy. That was insane. Like, it was so sweaty, and everyone's like, all tight together, and then some dude tore his Achilles, and there's wheelchairs <laughs> in the crowd. Like, <laughs> it was insane. And then, like, there's like after the game, and everyone's going crazy. There's glass bottles being broke all over the streets. It was actually it was just insane. And like to be there, and like to witness all that, it's just it's crazy. Never never gonna see that again unless it happens again next the year dynasty, or the years the after. Dynasty. KD, still though, KD the first time, it. man, the first time, and to. There's something about that first time that's just more special. Like oh, even yeah. if you win two oh, or three, yeah. like mm-hmm. you can't put a price on yeah. that first one mm-hmm. for us all experience. And yeah, especially like you're like, oh, I just did this last year, so like I'm grateful that we get to do it again. But it's mm-hmm. like thinking that you could never have this experience ever yeah. just makes it that much more special. And also like I already see people on TV like putting out way too early power rankings, and they're like, they oh, the Nets year. are number one over the Bucks because they weren't healthy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how can you, like, the first thing you say is diminish the Bucks winning a title for the first time in 50 years? Dude, I've seen way more love for Giannis, though, than anything than, like, that sort of speech. That is Dude, true. Dude, you just flip He's through crazy. your fucking Facebook or anything, and it's all just Giannis, 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 and, like, love for Giannis. And 50-piece nugget. Dude, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I love that we got, like, one of those ultimate trolls in the league, like... Oh, can I put you on my video? Oh, there's 150,000 people. That Chick Fil A like ser- like server girl was just like, uh, okay. She, she, didn't even know what, <laughs> she didn't even know what happened. She just wanted to come to work and give God's chicken out. Yeah. And like, <laughs> she's out here getting. I don't want 49 pieces. I don't want 51 pieces. I want 50. And she's like, Wow, this guy's a little rude, but uh, sure. What a <laughs> my crazy, pleasure. <laughs> what a crazy combo of a drink he got though with a half sprite, half lemonade. Yeah, yeah. I never thought ice. about that before. I gotta try it. No ice. I know. Yeah, that's I kind of wanted to mess around with it after he got it. I know. I think, like, most of like, <laughs> the mocks, oh, that sounds like a great combo. I'm going to have to try that. And then, Seems uh, like it's pretty fire. Jordan and I had a hell of an experience trying to figure out what we were going to do. The most last-minute come together, let's get the let's get some guys and let's, let's get a hotel. Let's try to get into the Deer District, try to get into a bar. Yeah. And then we ended up. Shout out to the swinging door, by the way. Shout out to Charlie. The Charlie, door, dude. dude. That Charlie guy, was the goat. That guy hooked us up. This he guy, did. this uh, server at the swinging door, He, uh, we were just kind of standing in there, and it wasn't super packed, but there was no tables or anything open. And he's like, oh, you guys want to watch the game? Just got to stay at the way of the servers. But uh, once the table opens up, we're good. And then 
we finally sat down, me and Jacob, and then two of our other friends, and we were just running the bar with all the cheers. We were, we were getting everyone so hyped. More people were flooding in as the game went on, and we were just starting every chant like the just like Bobby, Bobby, Bucks in six, Bucks, Bucks in, in six. six, and just getting everyone going. I may have broken a glass, a whiskey cheers, glass, cheersing somebody with a pint glass. I don't know. I was just a little <laughs> excited, and that's mostly where my uh, voice went. I would say, yeah, that was that was such a energetic environment because. We got in there just before the game started, like just as tip off happened, and we were nervous because we we're like, "Where are we going to watch this game?" Because we tried getting into the Deer District, that wasn't going to work. Then we tried getting into bars near the stadium, that wasn't going to work. Waiting in a line that yeah, like, was yeah that wasn't moving. Dude, there were like, lines at three o'clock when I got down to Milwaukee for like a lot of the bars. If it wasn't for the broad, uh, the broad house, I would have been waiting in line for a while to get yeah. in. Right, we, and we got down there at five, and then we didn't get downtown until five thirty. Downtown, downtown Milwaukee. Downtown Milwaukee coming at you. But it was cool, though. It was uh, something I'll probably never forget. And someone is like a massive sports fan. Probably never forget. No, I'm is just your saying, dementia setting in soon, son? I don't know how you're going to forget this like, title. He's like, like oh, ever. shit, I, I, mean, I did I, forget I, all about I'm it. I'm going to forget my for, like future kids' names before I forget like <laughs> Buck's title. Let's be real here. But uh, even just from old sports, like a Lions fan, I probably will never uh, – experience this until i'm like yeah probably 80 it's gonna be a minute it's gonna be a minute so sam and i can relate on that because we're yeah. both lions fans and it and sucks I, yeah <laughs> i think I, america knows how terrible my uncle's been a lions fan but he's been one for like 40 something years so mm-hmm. i i know what you're talking about he went through all the days with the 016 and like wearing a bag on his head trying to be a fan but Ooh. yeah i mean milwaukee could have been in that sense just uh and half a decade ago or so in the 15 win team if they didn't, uh, if they didn't want to take a chance on that weird young skinny kid from Greece, dude, his first video, you guys all see him. I was like, my name is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. I want to be an NBA player. Yeah, <laughs> I just love his like old tweets where it's like, I just taste smoothie for the first time. Man, God bless America. <laughs> and then, and then Nike made a smoothie colorway for his new yeah, shoes and sold out in seconds. I mean, everything the guy says just turns to gold. Yeah, he's just so lovable. He's mm-hmm. he's got to be like the most lovable. I'm superstar a freak the on NBA. the court. I'm a freak in the sheets. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's just crazy, and she's like, "Stop that!" <laughs> just like human, you know, like puts like a little bit of himself into everybody. But he's like a he still he feels like a kid, you know, yeah, humble. His like if I was 15 and like won an NBA title, is like how I would react. Like, oh, I'm gonna go get some. Some nuggets with with my family and and just celebrate uh, being in America, man. I stole the championships. They want. I think they want these back. Yeah, <laughs> it was so. It's so funny though with those snapshot moments though because Chelsea responded a long time ago when Chelsea won the Premier Cup or something. Giannis was there hugging the trophy mm-hmm. when he just joined the NBA, and Chelsea was like, "Hey, don't forget to bring back our cup either." <laughs> so he's like, Giannis has a thing for taking like. Historical teams, just uh, a championships. Okay. He's, he's a goon. I love him. Just a shyster. He is. See the, with PJ Tucker, too, when he came in during his interview, he's like, this man had $250,000 shoes. Yeah. Like, what do you do with that? It's a house on his feet. <laughs> Which is like, you think about where he came from. He was like, literally, like when guys threw out shoes, he was going in there and like picking them up so he could like use them or give them yeah. to somebody else like he knows that could use them. Like just the most humble beginnings possible going to be like the absolute top of the mountain complete champion did it the right way 
talking about how he did it the right way. He didn't want to go, and he's like, oh, I could easily go and win a championship on some super team, but I wanted to do it with, like, my, like, here in Milwaukee, the place that, like, got me started, the place that believed in him, Mm -hmm. place where he won not only most improved player, not Mm -hmm. only two MVP awards, not only a DPOY award, multiple all-star appearance, all-star captain. First team all all NBA, and then finally brings them to the title, brings them to the top of the mountain. Goat. He's one of three players to do it. He's on the right path, man. Would you say if he retired tomorrow and wanted to live the good life in Greece with his family that he ends up in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's all. I think he cemented himself. I yeah, think that's sure. what, I think that's What do you easy. think? You think he cemented himself, Sam, into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, easily. I mean, he's accomplished so much, and he's only, what, 26? So he, he has so much more that he could do. And he's probably, yeah, I could see him winning another, like, finals down the road, honestly. Right. Well, he's done, like, things that nobody's done or, like, maybe only, like, two other players have done. But, like, that's almost everything he's done. And, like, he's also done things like he's the only one who's done it before. Mm-hmm. Just and He's only getting better. Yeah. Like, there's still a lot that he can do to be better, too. Yeah. You could be a more consistent free throw shooter, which if he didn't do that in game six like they're not winning that title is he like 16 of 18 or something like that yeah like, 16 of 18 and he missed the last insane. free throw so he could get 50 nuggets the yeah. next day. <laughs> no he missed the first one he missed the first and yeah, the missed, last i think no, uh, no he, he missed miss the, he first, missed the first and he made the second one to oh, clinch 50 maybe. <laughs> maybe he wanted 50 pieces <laughs> maybe a little hazy maybe just a little bit of yeah. hazy i mean i was mentality. in that stadium rocking like yeah well, he said he but, uh, didn't get any sleep at all. I'm not surprised, yeah. would you? I mean, between, like, up and partying with your teammates and, like, all night. And just, just the with adrenaline your family and, and like, just won an NBA title. Even regardless of, like, partying, I I would just be, like, shaking. Dude, you know those dudes are, like, gone. Did you see the Connaughton and Portis interview where they just ask how much champagne <laughs> have you had? And they just geek laughing. They don't even answer a question. <laughs> They're just laughing. I love mean. Oh, dude, Look at that. <laughs> PJ just throwing back. As PJ's just chugging this giant champagne bottle at the parade today we love that this is this is still surreal like even a day and a half later it still doesn't even feel like real your prediction was right my prediction was right you called it i hate both of you two for calling the suns to win the game i called bucks and six i called brandon jennings on this that is that was my favorite part of the whole thing the second i saw brandon jennings was in milwaukee I was like, no This wait. is true. This is on the episode that we did never put out, but uh, we made our predictions, and Jacob went on this long thing about uh, just saying, like, how the Bucks are going to win in six. First of all, this is when they were playing the Hawks. Then, like, they get into the finals against the Suns. I called Clippers, though. That was the only thing I called. Oh, Clippers. you called yeah, the Clippers. Called but the Clippers. You, you did call Brandon Jennings being at the game for the culture. To win the title. Saying Bucks in six to everybody, getting them all hyped up. That's another thing, though, I liked, that they, they like, introduced Brandon Jennings as, like, a Milwaukee legend. Yeah. And also Michael Red was there, so they get to, like, experience mm-hmm. all, like, the joys of kind of, like, winning a championship, even though they didn't. But that just goes to show Milwaukee as an organization is, like, if you played in Milwaukee, you're Milwaukee forever. Desmond Mason was there too. They showed him. Yeah, but they had a uh, Branding Jennings was actually even in the locker room. He was in the parade the, today. Yeah, with the goggles, <laughs> like drinking, holding the trophy, smoking the cigars team. with the boys. Like just because he started Bucks and Six, because he wasn't that great. He dropped what fifty as a rookie. Well, that was the worst thing to happen in his career. The fifty-five, the double nickel game against Steph Curry in like his like tenth game as a professional. Yeah, and like everyone in Milwaukee was hyped for that. Like, wow, look at this kid. We got second all-time Bucks like scoring record, mm-hmm. and that was just the worst thing to happen to him. He got. You know, probably just way too much in the head, and then 
this kind of career. He was like decent in Milwaukee, though. Yeah, he just didn't shoot very it, like, well. He shot horrible from the field. So because I think another, yeah, but he like, had, like said, he was like a high volume shooter though. So like, like you said though, like they see this rookie score fifty in his tenth game, so of course they're gonna be like, well, we got to let him you know, have it. And- stop this guy. So from the start, he just got all the best defense and. Like the most focus on like a not great Bucks team, so of course they're gonna. They were okay when he was there, though. They were always eight seed or bust. They had some good playoff series. They went against Atlanta seven games when they were like a, I think a fifth or sixth seed. I think mm-hmm. the championship is a lot better outcome. Oh, absolutely, than, and also uh, <laughs> don't forget Brandon Jennings was just with a lot of these dudes like th- two, three years ago when he no, made yeah. his comeback too. Yeah, so, so. He, he played. He almost had a triple double in the game uh, when he was back on the Bucks against uh, the Grizzlies. Yeah, you don't remember that, did you? No. <laughs> like no. A, no wonder you predicted Brandon Jennings, the biggest Brandon Jennings fan ever over here. Going to buy his like a two hundred dollar like sweatshirts that he's selling. I just want to get him on the cast. Yeah, his uh, tough tough crowd. Yeah, is his, that what it is? Yeah, his like gear that's like three hundred dollars for a pair of sweatpants. Yeah, it's a little out of my budget range, but like I love Brandon Jennings. Hey man, you got a, like a nine hundred fifty dollars like, shirt on right now. Dude, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I can afford the three hundred dollars sweaties. <laughs> dude, that silky jumper you had, man, that lefty. Mm. Beautiful. You need to calm down. Nah, man. This is a day of <laughs> celebration and day of reflection for all Bucks fans. I love it. Like, this is what it's all about. It is. Bringing it full circle, man. I remember like when I was a kid watching the Bucks and Ray Allen when they had their purple unis out there and like big dog Glenn Robinson, Tim Thomas, Sam I am Cassell, man. And these dudes out here trying to get to the finals and then Allen Iverson and and the referees come to town, Ooh, and uh, uh, that's a thing. I think the Bucks have thing. hated the refs for their entire what since they've been here since they won. There's a lot about that scandal and how they were yep. paid off to you know kind of not want Milwaukee in there. Allen Iverson. I mean, he was a big name at the time. It's so like it is what it is. But well, was that like early 2000s? Yeah, yeah. That's when the Tim Donaghy and the whole thing was yep. like yeah, happening. The mob was like literally mm-hmm. paying the refs and like threatening them to. Yep. Know, fix the games. My, mm-hmm. I think my favorite thing also, like from Brandon Jennings and the culture of like Milwaukee, like being a part of the city. Shout outs to Herb Cole, by the way. Nah, dude, Herb Cole. He was getting. He left them AC for so long. When no, he sold the team is what. No, but he kept the team in Milwaukee though. Oh yeah, that and was he a, was a part of thing. the rebuild of Pfizer and like helping them lay the groundwork. Like during the ceremony today when they interviewed everybody. A lot of people were like, "Hey, Herb Cole, you are the reason like the Bucks are still here." Well, Herb Cole needed to sell the team. Well, weren't well, they he like did, but five he... or six votes away from leaving the city like a few years ago, like before they built Pfizer? Yeah, that it was wasn't like a that big... far away. Yeah, yeah, that's another crazy thing. We could have not even like had a basketball team today, <laughs> and then here we are celebrating a championship. But like him selling the team helped, pro like just push them so far because they fully rebranded. They get the new stadium. Uh, You have your For the Future with Jabari Parker, who was the face of the franchise, and Giannis was uh, Robin to the Batman in that scenario. And, like... Not even Robin. Like, just maybe this guy might be, like, a good... Like, maybe he'll be a starter someday. Great defensive player. All right. I want to start with these questions. First, I want to start with Sam. Yep. Do you think Giannis is the face of the NBA and the GOAT right now best player in the league? Honestly, I think he could be. I don't want to say he is. So you're saying someone's above Giannis right now still? Yes. Like, right now, I still want to, like, I don't know. 
it's tough. I mean, Giannis is definitely up there for one of the top, like the top player. He's in the debate for sure. But I don't know. It's just like with guys like LeBron. I'm sorry. LeBron is still playing at a high level right now. So I still think he's up there. And then, uh, yeah. I mean, right now I want to say LeBron. Otherwise, Giannis is definitely up there in the debate. Would How would you categorize the players by order then? So you have LeBron James. Like a top five? Yeah, like top yeah, three top three. So like for you, you have LeBron James. Then do you have yeah. Giannis or do you have someone even above Giannis and you have Giannis I'll, I'll at say, three? I'll say Giannis is two. But like right now, especially with his performance in the finals, you know, he's definitely been up there. And uh, God, I'm trying to think. I mean, Devin Booker, I'm not putting him up there yet. No. I mean, he's he's no, a no. baller. He's good. He's I mean, a, I don't like, even think I put Booker like fifth, maybe fifteen. No, there's way more. Well, I, I think like him. Jason Tatum's better than Devin Booker, but like Devin Booker got the benefit of having DeAndre Ayton and CP3 to like a lot get of help. Booker's help nasty, him. but he ain't he's anything. nasty. But I would say Jason Tatum's like um, yeah, better, higher ceiling too. There's so many, and I would I would consider Jason Tatum like a top ten, maybe like getting there like ten. Yeah, probably not yet. What do you <laughs> What do you think of KD then? Do you have Giannis above KD? Yes. Yes, I do. I mean, Giannis is still nice, but... Or, uh, KD is still nice, but, you know, I think Giannis, he's younger. Uh, he's accomplished a lot. So, I still think that Giannis is definitely up there for... He, he surpasses, like, a lot of the, the players in the league. Uh, KD, for sure. Giannis brings it on the defensive side. That's your big difference. Mm-hmm. Kevin Rand's, like, True. a respectable defender well, by he all used means. To be, he used to be a lot better. He's just getting older, and that yeah. Achilles injury kind of slows him a yeah. little bit. His offense, you can't do anything against. But mm-hmm. on the defensive side, that's where Giannis would make yeah. his difference over KD. So, so your top three, Sam, is LeBron, LeBron, Giannis, KD? Or do you have someone even above KD? I don't know. I can't really put anyone else in that order, I guess, right now. Because LeBron is getting up there in age. He'll be gone soon, maybe. But then I think Giannis will eventually take over. Like, he's not there right now, but he will be. Hot take. Mang, what do you think about that? What do you, th- you think? You think LeBron James is still, you know, is still the go to the league? You know me and LeBron. No, you know me and LeBron. No, I know, but I'm just like, <laughs> we, um. I don't know. I'm not, LeBron's never done that in a finals game. True. Let's but, see LeBron drop 50 and literally, LeBron's put his team on his back, but LeBron never put his team on his back like that. True. And uh, in a sense, it's hard, though, because when we look at the 2016 finals, that was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. 3-1. 3-1, never been done. So, like, and it's hard because that I would argue that that Cavaliers team and how this Bucks team was is kind of almost like the, the comparable same like comparable in the sense of, like, all right, we have Kyrie Irving, we have Chris Middleton. Who do you think is better though? Like during then, like oh, I think I a like, better number I think two. The, no, I think the this Bucks team was better than that Cavs team. You think so? I think so. I think. I so. think in the modern NBA, they're both the most comparable title that, teams. But that's what I'm saying, though, in the in the sense of like, I feel uh, like you would have shot yourself a year ago to say Middleton and Kyrie Irving in the same breath. So to hear you say no, that is, no, just but, blew my mind. You know? <laughs> no, but what I'm no, but what I'm saying though is in the sense of we're relating the teams and we're re- relating the players. Andrew Howard and J.R. Smith, such as 
<laughs> I mean, I would say Kevin Love would be. I like was going to say Kevin Shane. Love. Holiday. I wasn't necessarily going to say. And I would argue that Kevin Love was like Smith. a bigger. Sorry, sorry, Jr. Smith and PJ Tucker. Though I mean, that's probably a fair. So, so Mang, let's hear your top three then. What What are your top three players in order? We have as today and vibrant, vibrant vibes has LeBron James, Giannis, and Kevin Durant. Where are you sitting? How are you feeling? Um. It's really probably going to be the same, just flipping um, Giannis and LeBron. I mean, look what Giannis has been doing. I think this dude can throw 30 points down and make it look like the easiest 30 points you've ever seen in your life. You're like, oh, wow, he's got 30 points. Uh, I feel like I've only seen him shoot the ball a couple times. I say that every that time I Jordan's watch the box. Every time, Jordan's like, thing. Giannis is the only player who can get, like, a quiet 32, 14, and 5, like, every single night. You're like, it's halfway through the third quarter. You're like, Giannis has 27 points? When did that happen? <laughs> right. It's the easiest and most underappreciated points scoring you're going to And then when he takes see. over, it is something to see. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. He like just catching any lob, Dude. blocking people off the glass. Just like you feed him down low. If he gets the ball, just spin, bang, euro step. Dude, he's oh, getting this little fadeaway jumper that's like becoming semi consistent. Like about it's, them, it just stops you from blocking a layup. And what about him looking takes. like Larry Bird at the free throw line for a second though? Okay, hey, championship vibes. Hey, they, they were Stop. saying that though. Those Stop. things were going Can- down. Championship Stop. vibes. A lot of Do those rattled admit? in. Like his very first you free throw went like. Come on, that's 16, 17. That was crazy. That's he's okay, never that doesn't done mean that. He's like Larry Bird does that in every single game. By the way, I know and he but did miss two free throws. Championship. I'm just saying though, that was he turned it up a level. He man. did. He did. He's like in the press conference after. Nobody could score on either team either for the longest time. The game was two two to like eight minutes in the yeah. first. Like, dude, that first block uh, that Giannis had right away, and then Chris Middleton with that dunk. Mm. Oh my. That was the best, like, five minutes of a game. I'm like, wow, first layup, and we're seeing Giannis block it right off the bat. He had five then, blocks, man. That's and then crazy. Chris Middleton comes running down with a steal and just slams it down. I'm like, when's the last time we saw Chris – probably that game that, that, that he broke. That 50 when he, when he got his 50 piece. Yeah, against the Wizards, right? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we have LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, Giannis, no. Yeah, Giannis, Braun, and KD. I feel like that's pretty cutthroat. I think. Now? All right, I think now if you, top five or by top the end three? of next year, I'll say Luca might take top three. That's Ooh. possible. Ooh, I, I mean, like I, that. I respect oh, Luca's okay. game. Luca's a baller. He's super young, but I just hate that he like he is a very very one way player right now. He's not mm-hmm. like the best defender, and he is like slow. I mean, you just brought up Larry Bird in the same. Aspect of Giannis, which I think is just ridiculous. First of all, I'm talking but about like, free throws for that for one, one game, game, that snapshot. That could be something to come. Not saying to that level, but I'm just all right, saying. Then the next time Giannis shoots like two of fifteen from the line, I'll just be like, "Oh, there's Tony Snell." <laughs> there, Dude, or, Tony Snell's a phenomenal free throw shooter. Is he? Should have went know. Shaq. <laughs> Shaq, there we go. Yeah, ben I was Simmons. Say he could say Shaq. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Dude. He's in a league of his own of bad free throw shooting. Anyways. Your top three, Jordan. Where where are you feeling? Where are you sitting? It's give me give me from hard. the bottom to the top. From the bottom to the from top. The bottom to the top. Three, two, one. It's so hard. it's so tough, man. Because I think like it generally like the top three players have to be Giannis, LeBron, and KD. It's just that order depending on any like given night and like going through the years is still like. And what do you want to base it on? I would say after this year and like going into the next year, who I think is going to be. 
like this is my top three list for next year playing. So I would put number three, LeBron, number two, oh. Kevin Durant, and number one, Giannis. Because LeBron came off a pretty disappointing year where he was injured. He's kind of breaking down a little more. Kevin Durant actually kind of proved a lot like of uh, with his team going down, he still pushed the Bucks to seven games and hit one of the nastiest turnaround shots. Uh, what two inches I can do. I have ever seen to force that overtime game. Pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, but you can't, you, you just can't dog Giannis for dropping the most points in a finals game. Probably, is that the most in a closeout game? or In, did, a, in a closeout game to finish a, finish a finals series, Giannis tied... Uh, Bob Pettit from the Hawks, but like with where fifty he, points, but in the fashion of how that I'd have to look at the stats on mm-hmm. those games and how they work though. But the final score for the Bucks Suns game, game six was one hundred five to ninety eight. Giannis had fifty points. He showed up. Bobby Portis, you could arguably mm-hmm. say, was the second best offensive player for the Bucks that night. Next to yeah. Chris Middleton in, mm-hmm. in points, well, at least. Well, honestly, Bobby Portis was more efficient because he had 23 minutes and 16 points. Right. Chris Middleton played 41 minutes and had 16 or 19 points. Yeah, but so, he didn't take as many shots because Drew Holiday was jack. He was like, well, what, one of them in the first half? I was Defensively, just going, though? No! Every time he shot. Why? Why are you shooting? I was just going oh crazy. But Giannis, um, yeah, Giannis, what, averaged 30-something points for the entire playoffs? Yeah, and take don't forget that injury too, man. To come back from that, to to bend your knee backwards, people will forget about that. His knee was bent straight backwards. Everyone was like, "Oh, this it's over." I thought it was gone. It's over. Torn ACL. Then you're like, "Oh, no structural damage." Like, "Oh, so it's like still bad." He maybe will come back for like and like be bad when he comes back. Like, won't be his full strength. Comes back completely fine. Still averages what thirty three points for the playoffs. If anybody else was doing that. ESPN, everyone else would be going crazy, but Giannis does it in such a chill way that you don't notice it. You're never like, oh, it's like literally a quiet 33, 12, and 5 every yeah. single night. So how, and then nobody's like, oh, it's just what he does. Well, you you have to appreciate yeah, that you greatness. Have to respect yeah. it. You got to respect it. So, so, like, I think people would be going way crazy. Like, if LeBron averaged 33, 12, and 6 for the playoffs, everyone would be like, Greatest of all time, better. Jordan never did yep, this. Yep. Like, come on, you gotta like give it to LeBron because it's LeBron. But he was more worried about uh, just making the worst Space Jam movie ever of all today, time. Today, today was <laughs> There's an- only in one other opera. <laughs> today, and it's still the worst, right? <laughs> today, um, not wrong. Uh, Bleacher Report came out and saying that LeBron is the first NBA player to like keep playing the game to be net worth of a billion dollars. That's crazy. What does yeah. that mean? What? Like he he his total his wealth while still right playing, he reached a billion dollars. He's a billionaire? He's a billionaire. Mm. LeBron's a billionaire? Yes. Yeah. Today it was confirmed, yeah. Crazy, right? Wow. It's <laughs> a lot of That's what happens when you move the LA. Imagine all the shit that's come out from his camp since he's been a Laker. He's got a movie. His school blew up He's on every ad. Well, he's he got doesn't sneakers. Just have a, he he's got just sneakers have a coming out left and right. He doesn't just have a movie. He has his own production company. True. Do you know how many movies I see now that it's like right before the movie starts? I see Braun. I'm like, he's got his own. Like, he's got like a lot of. movies. He's got his own tequila company right now. Mm-hmm. He's out here. 
He's hustling. He doesn't. He's he doesn't wait. He just keeps going. He's doing you, what Shaq talk, basically you, did. You talk about Shaq just wage. owns like 155 <laughs> guys though. <laughs> hey, dude, those those Epson printers though. Yeah, we got Shaq at Best Buy, dude. It's crazy. He's just <laughs> kind of chilling there with his printer. You see Shaq in this little device, and you're like, gosh, he's literally. Whatever company's going to throw him money is going to general, be like, yeah, there, general. there. Dude, he had the uh, foot, foot fungus or whatever. Spray. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Gold bond or whatever. Yeah. Giannis is going to get a lot of uh, endorsements coming up here. Oh, yeah. They're loving what him. Company I'm just waiting until he can buy Greece. Like the whole country. Just buy the, the country. country. Be like, don't worry, Buy guys. the whole country. Don't, don't worry. Come back. Come on my back. We just move everyone to America. They have smoothies, man. <laughs> smoothies. <laughs> uh, they change your life. <laughs> come to Milwaukee. So, Milwaukee's Greek population just shoots Milwaukee up. Milwaukee becomes a little Greece, man. So for for my list, I'm going to have uh, Giannis at one. Oh, yeah. By the way, Jacob, uh, who's your top three? Yeah, thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Much appreciated. Um, I got Giannis at one. LeBron at two. KD at three. The only reason why I'm going to put Giannis above LeBron James, and I'm a huge LeBron fan. Understatement. As you you know. Understatement. I mean, I will say during the year, this year, he's like, oh, the Bucs aren't doing that good. Uh, That's all right. At least the Lakers are doing that good. I'm like, how can you be? I've never heard anyone hate hate the Bucs more than Jacob Abraham over here. Seriously. I rip Get a text like, rip Chris Middleton, worst player ever, trade him. That is true. Every, like, the first five minutes of every game, he's just like, oh, we lost our, I I don't even want to watch. The the Bucs suck. (laughs) We're we're losing. I'm like, Jacob, they're down two points. They missed three shots. Come on. Me being a Lions fan has, has definitely damaged my ability to, like, be fully invested in a game and see it through because I've seen too many times the Lions take a lead or have like this part of a start much. of a game and then it's just it's like a destruction from within the soul. It just the falls it starts going down. You just start thinking that, you know, this is how it's gonna be the rest of the game. In the back of your head as a Lions fan, there there's voices. Um, I mean, as a Bucks fan, I could kind of relate to that. Look at the last like playoff series stop and how it. that's no. Stop how it. dare you try Compared to relate? To a Lions fan, I mean, this is like a game by game basis. Is like, oh, well, like, oh, oh, wow, we're like doing better than I thought. Oh, don't worry. Like, I can't get too invested. At they, least it's just regular season win. choking. Wisconsin sports, you get to the playoffs. You get to places, it's, and then you choke how, down that it doesn't, stretch. It still is not relatable to what the Lions have been through. When I, would sports, I would rather just have regular season disappointment. Than when other sports fans literally don't even, like, trash your team because it's, like, they too know. easy to, like, that's just, like, kicking a dead horse that's been dead for, like, 60 years. Like, that's that's how bad being a Lions fan is because they don't even have hope. They're, like... Uh, it's kind of tired. Like the Lions are the Lions. Oh, you're a Bears fan. I am a Bears fan. So what, he's he's from the UP. Detroit. I'm not a Lions fan. I'm not sticking up for the Lions. I'm saying no, no, I how know. Disgusting. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is to be a Lions fan. Like <laughs> you just said, when no one talks shit about you, he's over here just running shit down on. But him. like this, he is always why. does. Like, <laughs> there's just straight a bucket of poo. Well, blown. it's like a, a Lions fan's like, oh, haha, the Bears lost. I'm like. You're a Lions fan. Why are you? Yeah, you're probably like 1985 walks away. <laughs> hey, they got that one. One I of just, the best teams ever. Yeah, but it's just every just sport. Never even, even for my never soccer teams it. and my clubs, it's just like you can never have that sense of what like I felt for being a Bucks fan was like, wow, like the team's playing like a team and they're not going to shoot themselves in the foot and lose, lose this. You know, it – the. Bucks made the story come true. The Bucks in six. The the culture. The drafting Giannis. 
Um, a lot of teams passing him up. Uh, well, he wasn't the, even the, like being the, looked at until oh, a couple the, weeks before the draft. The news reporters, say news reporters was saying picked, like uh, number fourteen in that draft by the Boston Celtics. And Dennis Schroeder went right after. Schroeder was a guy that I'd wanted at that time. He still but, might be better than Giannis, though. But Watch just, out for Schroeder. <laughs> damn it, uh, Shane Larkin. But just too. the whole thing. Shane though, Larkin, like, oh don't for, gosh, never guys. forget Shane it. Shane Larkin was high on draft boards. Shout for the out Bucks to Shane going. Larkin, dude. He's a he's good. I love Shane. He's Larkin. out in uh, Europe, just balling. out. He was playing for the season, kind of balling out a little bit. But it's Shane Larkin. Dude, I love that man. Uh, I liked him a lot, actually. Dude was just like a little dude out here, just balling. Miami. That no, was I'm talking first, about like, a little dude who was out here balling. Still, ain't, he ain't even in the league anymore, man. The dude, they did it too dirty. Yeah. Zay Thomas. Yeah, I would rather have him than Jeff T on the team. But this, you know. the the Bucks winning has really just made me reevaluate how much like fun I would have cheering for the Celtics when like Isaiah Thomas was there dropping like thirty a game, and I'm just like, this is incredible. Like, and then they, I don't know, it just kind of all went down. It just got. I still love the Celtics. It just like hasn't felt the same like cheering for that team back in 2016 compared to like even when they got Kyrie I was like oh okay like we lost IT the heart and solo team and then he like Kyrie was a scumbag and a genuine piece of thanks shit thanks for that jersey by the way yeah you're welcome uh <laughs> thanks for taking that shift in 35 bucks I got you <laughs> I sir. think that's what the exchange <laughs> was and then also just like and now the team now is just like basically Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and everyone else Al Horvath's back so that feels good but it's just like seeing the Bucks. They've been this team for like the past what five years, basically since Giannis I mean, give it to, you started. Just changed out a few pieces yeah, since Giannis started his ascent. Really, when everyone was like, "Okay, this is the guy." So like they've always gotten at least like they got two new guys this year where it was easy to cheer from like Bobby, mm-hmm. like instant fan favor because his eyes don't close. Dude has three hundred sixty degree court vision. Dude, he's got the best court vision in the NBA. He looks like a one of those fucking fish where their eyes pop out of their head. Um, then you have PJ Tucker, who's like a a grind guy, like hustle guy. You can't. He's a dog. A he's dog. a dog. He looks kind of like a frog. Um, he's good though. <laughs> um, and Jeez, then you're like, just, I love how you're like. Yeah, I will dude, say this though, like the PJ every, Tucker is a dog, and then he's like the oh, Milwaukee the Bucks, Bucks are potentially like the like. ugliest team in in the league. Well, yeah, by far. Chris Middleton looks like a chameleon. His eyes go like this. <laughs> yeah, they've never looked straight at Him one and- object. He's at, he's had to turn his head to look. At an object his whole life. You're not even talking about the teeth either. No, nah, like horse that teeth. is. It's bad when like his horse teeth is like the second bad thing you Dude, say. Him about smiling him. Is, is a scary sight. Yes, when he was holding the uh, the the trophy after the game and he's just like smiling like a little kid. I was like, okay, Pennywise the clown, you can go back down to the sewer right about now. That's a little scary. Yeah. But, I mean, got to give it up to him. They still won. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget Splash Mountain. Dude literally looks like a fucking looks, Easter Island statue. He looks like he just got <laughs> thawed out of a fucking ice chunk like 20 minutes before the game. And then they like, here, just shave his beard and put him out on the court and have him argue about every single call ever. <laughs> <laughs> what are you mad? <laughs> 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 yeah, they're, they're ugly. Yeah. They're good at basketball, so yeah. that's what matters. It's not about what you do off the court. It's on the court. We won titles, Look good, baby. feel good, feel good, play good, I guess, does not. It's not real. No, it's not. Nope. Titles are real. That championship's real. Titles, baby. Trophies. Bucks and six. Trophies. I played Bucks a... Bucks and six. Bucks and Champions six. was my uh, song I played after. 
There the, you go. The fact that they won in six, though, is just crazy. Well, it's, it all lined up perfect. Like, this never happens for, like, how you say Wisconsin sports. Like, mm-hmm. this, nothing just lines up perfectly. It's always been heartbreak. This is straight fate. This is fate, not clout. <laughs> just lined up, baby. And just. I will say Giannis is the only other NBA player in, like, the league where I'm like, okay, I'm actually happy you won, other than, like, a Celtics player. Mm-hmm. Maybe CP3, but he's also still kind of, like, dirty. Oh, if they would have been against yeah. any other team, I would have been rooting for the Suns. Yeah. But, you know, that Suns and four guy really really didn't think the Suns and four would be them losing four in a row. He dug himself a hole. Yeah. After he punched that Clippers fan yeah. in the face, or the Clippers fan started fighting people. Nuggets fan. No, that's he punched them, but, like, you saw what the Clippers and the uh, Suns fans were fighting, right? All downhill from that. True. They ran it. What a game. What a Obi, what do you think next year will bring? Too early. I mean, a lot of the man. teams, like, a lot of teams. My voice still hasn't even recovered. I mean, I we don't even know where half that. the players are going to be. I mean, every well, day. Well, the only ones that are. Every day you hear, like, someone's going to the Lakers. Like, well, every big yeah, name. NBA oh, X is going to. Oh, X is. X. Yeah, Giannis was going to go to the Lakers, too, last year. And the Warriors and every other team in the world. I will say Giannis says he won't leave Milwaukee until he brings a championship. So he brought him a championship. Let's see uh let's see where he goes next now. Now he's, he's gonna staying. leave. Now he's gonna leave. He's staying. I've never okay, I just want everyone Thank to know I never got like three pairs of eyes so harshly looking at me in my entire life that I just said Giannis is leaving. Oh, I had yeah, to do that. I had to do that. Sorry. I just thought that was funny. I mean, they still got Chris and Drew, too, for, what, like three years or something like that? Trade him for Dame. Um, I mean, Bobby's got a player option, but I— That's fucked up. I can't believe you just said that. Trade him now for Dame. I'd rather—we just want a title, but I want Damian Lillard. Could you imagine that, though? Oh, Dame would be—dude, I saw a good meme today. Dame and Giannis. That was like uh, uh, (laughs) um, a— Giannis and Steph in Golden State's going to look a lot prettier. Shut up. Um, (laughs) I I remember when I I kept saying that. When when the Bucks would be the first seed and just flop out of the playoffs for two years in a row, I'm like, they needed that watch, loss, man. They watch Giannis, that. watch Giannis go to the Warriors, dude. They needed that heartbreak, though. Like that just kind of made them tougher, made them want it more. I, I think mean, it also helps that that the team and the organization had confidence pause. the minute he signed the paper because no one knew if he was going to sign or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what solidified it. Signing that max deal, it's like, oh, you're actually going to stay here? Oh, we can actually like think about the future now instead of well, but they being at the edge of our seats like, before. can we keep Giannis or are we going to lose him to a big market team? You know, I mean, that that's was a, a real huge f- scare. F- I mean, that's what they did in the early 2000s and then they traded Ray Allen. Well, yeah, I mean, and also- I, but that's what I'm thinking. That's why I, the minute he signs it, the minute they win. It's crazy. But they could have won it in Toronto or that year with the Raptors, but Kawhi was on just like a whole another planet. Game three in that series was a double OT, huge double turning OT. point. That was a tough. That cool was a about tough the Bucks loss. though. All you need now is like fifteen more of those uh, championships to catch up to the Celtics. That's it. Only fifteen more. Only. But the hey, start the dynasty. Hey, two titles there. is a lot more than a lot of teams have in the league. That is true. I mean, better than one. Better, definitely better than zero. Definitely better than zero. Would you say more than half the teams have zero? Um. I'll check it out here in a second. Let's see what I can pull up. All right, I got a question. It's I'm gonna ask everybody: All How right. many rings do you think Giannis can bring to Milwaukee? Bring to Milwaukee or win in his career? Milwaukee, Milwaukee. specifically Milwaukee. Not career, not him. The city of Milwaukee. His game is not going to age well. 
depends. Unless he gets a jumper. Which, he's like, it's starting not... slowly. Okay, they've been saying he's starting slowly to get a jumper for the past, like, three years. Okay, like, fuck a shoots... jumper when I'm going to go right in the paint and, like, do even these little hook shots. Yeah, like, but, like, how long is he going to be physically able to just dominate that hard? So I mean, his health is going to obviously a huge I mean, I think the most comparable player you can do or, like, make with Giannis is, like, how dominant Shaq was and how, like, his body kind of broke down eventually. And, yeah, he could still... He could still compete for championships after he was with the Lakers, like when he went to the yeah. Heat. But he needed Dwayne Wade, and he needed like a huge big star. So I think it's going to depend on whether or not they get, whether or not like their team around him gets a lot better, or if, uh, like, if he just can stay like the Greek freak somehow. Yeah, is the most dominant player until he's like thirty-five, which I doubt. Do you have a number, Sam? You got how many rings he can bring? Like he's got a. I think he's got a lot of years left in him right now. For sure, he's still only 26. Yeah, so he's pretty young still. And, you know, I mean, like, a lot of the players that – well, the, the the best players on the Bucks right now, they're, they're signed to, like, long-term extensions. So they're going to be around for a little bit. And I think it will depend if they can keep some of these guys around. And, like, I don't know. I want to say it's hard to put a number on it, but I want to put, like, three. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, I don't. That I sounds, don't want to go too that much. That sounds great. That sounds nice, though. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I'm it sure. Sounds it sounds great. Nice. It sounds good. It's got a nice ring Anymore. to it. Three more. I mean, three was the first number that came to my mind too. I mean, I think you have all the you have everything in the you have it all started out right. Like you have a solid core for multiple years together. Um, they I have at up least only eleven teams have ever won multiple titles. So we're one of a uh, only about a third of the league. That's one multiple. Yeah, I think. Um, and three teams have won two, the Rockets and Knicks as well as Milwaukee. So if you take that into effect, then we're sitting good. You're sitting, but at, like, look you're at, sitting at three? Well, is that what you're yeah, thinking? Yeah, I think three is on with that. I think they got a good core. I mean, it's just how much do they, how long do they want to pay into the luxury tax for and just getting good role players that kind of know what they got to do. They got to take, like, the Golden State Warriors approach. You get just a solid three people under contracts and then just make, uh, like, one great bench piece, which I'm hoping Portis can be, like, our Andre Iguodala. He's going to want to get um, paid, man. He's only making $3 million this year, three and a half mil. Two years, seven mil with a player option. And he's worth a lot more than that. So who who says he doesn't deny his player option of test free? Oh, he's going to deny his player option all day, but I think that he can probably snag him with the mid-level, get him in, like, a yearly amount of, I think he would take like an eight or nine million. I think that's probably about what your mid level comes to. I mean, you got if Brooke you're on, gonna, you got Brooke. If you're, you're gonna take that Brooke money, thirteen a year. Yeah, Brooke's gonna be there still, unless they would trade Brooke. But I would be hard pressed to see them trading him. I'm just saying, also like how you said, are the Bucks gonna want to pay the luxury tax? That's like a big deal that people. Don't They're gonna want. About. They haven't paid this. I think is the first year they'll pretty much have to. But like. Uh, the three big guys like Giannis, Chris, and Drew, are, their salaries are only going up. So mm-hmm. in in 2033, 2024, Chris is going to be making $40 million, Giannis is going to be making $45 million, and Drew Holiday is going to be making $34 million. Yeah. Hey, that's almost your entire cap right there, and that's, that's before like, anybody else they can sign again. Yeah, that's so you, cheaper than the Nets. Giannis is going to be making $52 million in, in the final year the of his contract. If he doesn't, if he doesn't opt I got, out, I got the Bucks winning one more ring because this NBA, these next couple of years, this league's going to change drastically. 
There's there's, there's the a young lot talent of, is there's phenomenal. a lot of players. There's there. kind this, of a generational gap right these, now. These Western Western Conference, dude. One of these teams is going to get. They're going to start building pieces. And yeah, if, but and if, if they, the rumors are true, of don't forget about Luka the wanting to leave, Dame wanting to leave. Dame's we, denied that one right away. But he said that they want. Yeah, they got it. It sounds like he's gone, dude. No, he said he wants don't them to forget like about the build. Nets. And we got the Nets still. I I see a lot of these teams. There's always going to be hard competition. I think the NBA needs to look at expanding. I think you want you need to come bring in look to bring in two more teams sooner or later. You think? Because so? there's so we much. Can't even get do, the small market teams that have good players. Yeah, but there's there. so much talent coming in that you want to like. Give all these players opportunities. It's more money for the. I mean, league pretty too. much every team has like an elite star. There's very few teams that don't have a guy that's like a star player. Right? If you put a team in Tampa and in Seattle, mm-hmm. I think that like I think that offsets perfectly. I think that kick ass for the NBA. The Sonics, bring him back. Bring yeah, him Sonics back. Sonics have to come back. And I think Tampa can afford a team like they. What I think what the Buccaneers just won. The Tampa Bay Bucks Lightning. Lightning, Lightning won. Lightning just won. The Rays are in a good way to get to the World Series. So now they just need an NBA team to get. Did, you, one of did you see that the Lightning they dented? Yeah, they like, dropped the trophy. Or yeah. Could you imagine that you win one of the mo- probably Lord arguably Cup. arguably one of the coldest trophy. trophies ever made, and you. Of course, a Florida team because they're crazy, and it was a Russian who just completely drops the damn thing. Kucherov, yep, he's mm-hmm. so so fucking good. At so we got we got one of the so coolest trophies, most iconic ever, and in Florida, dude just dropped. I don't want Tampa to get another team just outside. That's what I'm saying. Why? Like, I'm, I'd I'm rather see like Florida Kansas City teams, or like they're Louis annoying. Get uh. a team. St. Louis? Yeah. St. Louis has <gasps> always kind of like yeah. not deserved a team. St. Louis. What do you mean? They've had a lot of franchises there, and they all leave because they can't. It's St. Louis is kind of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'd rather see one of them than another. Like, I'd rather see Montana Tampa have a team. Bay. I'd rather have Montana. City, big city that can over. Big city that can like support it. I'd rather have, have a big city that can support it than like a small market team that's going to lose it anyways. They'll be fine. <laughs> okay, not everyone's Milwaukee drafting. Or what about like a? Not everyone's Milwaukee drafting one of the best players in like the past fucking thirty years. Like, a, like an Earth, Milwaukee growing about sixty pounds and five inches, becoming just the Greek freak. Why doesn't Alabama have any like state like major sports teams? College, it's football. That's what I'm saying. College, bring in a nation, massive. Give in the them a Auburn team. and uh, Alabama are what, just like running. What you even think about there. like. Like Ohio, their high school football stadiums are like college level. Yeah, They're but crazy they have, about they that stuff. They have the Texas? Cavaliers and oh, Cavaliers and the Bengals, and they have yes. uh, Browns. No, but I'm just saying, like when we start going south, like we're talking about Bama, Georgia, all these Texas, the, it's college and it's football. That's what it is. There's no, there's no other. Texas has like four NBA teams. Yeah. No, I know, but what I'm just saying though, it's like like San Antonio has a team. Yeah. How San Antonio maintain a team? Because <laughs> the they Spurs. were good for like 20 yeah, exactly. years. Exactly. You got to give them the get them their dues. They just got to get good coaching and wherever you put them. They have like all players I've like never really heard of, but they're all like they're still like decent always, just because Greg Popovich. He's mm-hmm. he knows how to coach. Yeah, and then Demar Derozan. Well, he's not a free agent. That'd be an interesting piece they if you would want to take a cheap deal to come to Milwaukee. If, the, if you're DeRozan at this point in your career, you haven't just like an won a title. Middleton who can't shoot as well. I would take DeRozan off a bench if you would want to take like a cheap deal. 
Try and win a title. Well, why now winning a title, that's the thing, like, too. You might be able to get, like, players like that to come to Milwaukee. You see what Giannis can bring. You know, like a Ray Allen-esque type player for, you know, when he went down to the Heat. He took took a cheap deal to go down and win title. I, I feel like a person shot. shot. <laughs> that, that one wasn't meant to be because that I, felt, that hurt. I hate him for hitting that shot because I wanted uh You think you hate him for hitting that shot? I wanted the Spurs to win that title. The Celtics hate him for hitting that shot. Well, that's a bad deal. Rajon Rondo, well, just hates him first of all, even when he was on the team. Wait, you mean Chris Paul? Rajon Rondo? <laughs> huh? Rajon Rondo hates Ray Allen. Did you see the Chris Paul or Rajon Rondo? He's like, hey, it's Chris Paul. <laughs> oh. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, damn. That's a sad deal. You're a sad Memes. deal. But, I mean, you can get players like that. <laughs> I'm the new Chris Paul. Get players on cheap deals. Bringing titles home, baby. We're Milwaukee. We can do this now. Yeah, who's gonna? who's not going to want to spend a year in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in the middle of winter. P.J. Tucker was like, what is PJ this Tucker, shit with the snow? He did not like the snow. <laughs> I'm not used to this. I wonder if he's chugging that champagne so hard. <laughs> Time to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what? He knows he, that winter is coming. I think Summer's I, almost over. I think it's also crazy. Like He was on on that Rockets team. and we that were should have like, done a lot and, better. And we're like, okay, this... This can happen, and it's like James Harden. Yep, he beat everyone. Everyone on the teams we beat were old teammates of his. Crazy redemption tour. Redemption. PJ came out. PJ Tucker. He's like I'm he the- can he he doesn't need the score. Nope. he just needs the beat up bodyguards. I don't dude. think he scored in the last two games. Did he? No, he had a lot of minutes too. Yeah, well, because he's he just gets in their head and he rebounds. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even really do that. He just sits out there and just plays solid defense. And that's all you need. Role players. Players that know their role. Shut yep. your mouth and know your role. <laughs> like The Rocks out here just preaching. So do you think, uh, you guys think uh, Bucks take the East next year? First seed? First seed? First seed. They weren't it's first them seed this year. I don't think. Yeah. Them or Nets? Um, I don't think they need to be first seed by any means either. No, I'm just I'm just curious. Like, wait, how do you think they're going to be during the regular season? Really solid, but I mean the 76ers are still going to do their thing. Are they going to have Nets a do their thing. NBA championship hangover, though? Are True. they going to stay hungry? Are they going to want it as bad? Is it going to be the same kind of mentality? Well, the worst part of their season this year is when Drew was out with his Rona leave. They lost like six or seven games in a row or at one point. I know, but these were all players who have never like even sniffed an NBA title and never even been to the finals. So it's like now that you make it there, are the I know Giannis is going to stay hungry because he's a sicko. Like, his mentality, I already talked about his mentality. Yeah. He's like, uh, that's just how I work. Like, I'm already thinking about how I can do it again next year. But I just want, I'm wondering more about, like, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton and even Coach Bud. If, like, how they're going to attack, like, being the number one team and having a complete target on your back, how that's going to change the narrative and change, like, all of your decisions. Now that Drew Holiday smiled once in his career, like, maybe he'll be different, you're trying to say? I'd never see a dude know, show man. any fucking physical emotion. <laughs> and then I saw him like, after the game just smiling. Weird to see. Weird I think they'll be okay, see. though. I'm not too concerned. The only thing winning a the, the only thing harder than winning a championship is winning another championship, and then like winning another championship right away. You know that's why it's so special when people go back to back. I think so hard to do. I think they have all the uh, they have all the right pieces, all the opportunity. Like not all much the of the right team's changing. Like at least the their main right core. Places. I just I just think of that shot that KD took though on that line. Oh, if if his foot wasn't as big 
as it was. Yeah, his foot is like <laughs> Yeah, we're not here. His foot is 10 feet long. We're, we're going to have a way different conversation if that shot's made. Uh, if that shot's made, Bucks do not make it out. Well, clearly. They still had another shot after that, but... It, no, there's... That series was done. I thought it was well, yeah, done. And then, and then the refs actually nope. made the right call, and you're like, oh, okay. Is that maybe the refs' redemption arc for the Bucks Sending them through? So through crazy. the ring? Because after that Nets game, it was pretty much like, all right, let's go walking down, you know? And then, oh, my gosh. I saw something on TikTok. It was like all the teams that won their conference and how they celebrate. Mm-hmm. Like when LeBron James and the, and the Lakers, when they won their, their Western Conference, LeBron literally just sat on the court, got up, and like went to a locker room, no celebration. Kobe walks away. Like doesn't even hold the trophy or talk in the mic. Giannis and the Bucks when they won against Atlanta, the locker room dead silent. Everyone's just packing up to get on the airplane. It's work to do. The Suns have a street concert. They're in limos, popping champagne bottles, well, putting the- their putting their jewelry on, and it's like, okay, that yeah, that was a fun. That was a really fun little party we had for for the conference. I just think it's weird how we look at teams and your mentality on like the Bucks, Kobe, LeBron, knowing like, hey, there's more. This to is do. there's more. This is not the end. We're the Suns, the Devin Booker mentality, that cockiness. The yeah, dude, we're gonna Suns and four. Chris Paul's like, I'm going to the finals. Let's go. And then you're like, I don't think that's fair to say that was cockiness. I I didn't really get Devin any Booker's ar- attitude, scumbag, arrogant tones. He I, just pulled up Devin in sick Bo- ass cars from Devin Booker though. Hey, How is he arrogant? Uh, I think uh, it's more of the more of the ladies in his life, man. Yeah. He just hey, said, "You want a you, baby? We go <laughs> win no. that title. We making a baby." Yana said, "I want that kid, bitch." Let's get <laughs> Devin Booker tries to play hero ball and loses. Oh my Love god! That. Quit trying to push that narrative. I don't he think did. Devin... He did. Okay. He did. He's a rat. Wow. He's a rat. You see how wow. he played this series? Devin Booker? Yeah. Putting in like some insanely tough yeah, shots. Yeah, fouling, what, 10 times and still That's being on his the court? Yeah, dude, like, nah. what is That's that? not his fault. Nick, Nick writes, uh, I've never, uh, what do you say, Devin Booker's first playing finals history with 40 points and eight fouls. Yeah. <laughs> That's not his fault, though. He knows that it's going to happen, so. Dude, that one where he literally hugged like... I don't remember if it was Milton or Holiday, but like that was when he got. Dude, that's bad. When, that's like, the ref. when Giroux stripped him, I'm like, there is no. There you go. That was payback. Picture. That was payback because that could have been con- like considered a foul. There could have uh, been. That no, was, that was a no, clean. No, no, that, that was clean, clean all day. That was just Booker everybody straight on his outside face. of Milwaukee would say that was like, oh, that could be a foul. Let me go Everyone on the Suns Nation Facebook like, page and check that out. I'm saying literally anybody who's not. In Milwaukee is like, oh, that could be contributed. Like, I'm not saying it was. I'm saying it could be considered. I think it could have gone either way. Everyone in Milwaukee was like, no, that was clean. It was all ball no matter what. No matter what. It was all ball. It was I clean. Just, I just felt like every time I looked at Booker and something happened, he was always like, it reminded me of like LeBron James or someone being like, oh, my gosh, where's the foul? Oh, my gosh. what? Why am I not getting called? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Bo- what, what's uh, going on? I'm like, bro, Brooke stop. Lopez is the worst complainer in the league, and I'm just – that is a complete Brooke fact. gets – a lot of no calls. I feel more than most bigs in the league. He's usually pretty vertical, I don't think but that's like true at all, dude. Watch him. He there's a lot of contact he throws. Usually he's pretty vertical. There's a lot of times he's not where you could get some calls. 
Maybe not in this series per much or so much, but yeah. if you watch like a lot of his regular season games. I was just I was just watching and I've always respected Devin Booker, but watching the series, I'm like, dude, you are just like who are who do you think you're really like the best? Kobe. Sit down. Don't don't do this. Don't do this to yourself. What right makes now, you th- dude. why does he think he's the best? What did he do that makes you think because, he's like, Oh, I think I'm the best. For, forever he's been what one of the most highly efficient offensive players ever and he never got close to winning the big game and he finally He never gets, made the playoffs. He's so this 23 year. years that, old. But that, no, but he's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying though. And he's just like and now now he makes it and and they they lose four in a row. I just think it's very iconic. Which uh, what do you think the biggest? Yeah, shame on him for uh, wanting to get to the finals and win. Shame on him. He's a rat. I can't believe he would think that he's the best rat. if he's just wanting to make the finals and win. He's twenty four. Oh, you're right. He is twenty four. So now he's more of a scumbag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, when, when when he said I should never be compared to Kobe Bryant, he was totally saying, "Yeah, I'm the best in the league. I'm the best. I'm I'm a cocky prick." He he, he likes the lights. He likes the lights. You're right. NBA players shouldn't like the lights. They should shrink from should, that moment. They should, they should be yeah, like Any Giannis. NBA player who sh- doesn't shrink from that be moment like is Giannis. a cocky asshole. LeBron's done that a lot in his career. Yep, Look at that finals record. Giannis, shouldn't have, Giannis <laughs> is so cocky. He thinks he's the best just by going out there and scoring 50. What a bad person. No, I'm just that's saying. What like, you're, that's what you're no, saying. No, but his attitude. That's your like, logic. You, you, what attitude? He's got an attitude. Watch. You watch the rest of Booker's series. His, his career. Oh, watch, you're, okay, watch. so we're getting a position that Devin watch. Booker's a scumbag. Watch. Wow. Watch. All right, I'm done. I'm done with that. On that right, note, here, I, I got to get I got out you. of here. I got you. I got to get out of here <laughs> on that note. When we're just slandering Devin Booker, kicking a man while he's down, just yeah, after dude, you hey. just dunked all over him four straight Bucks games. Hey, don't forget to up. He had to take a 15-hour plane ride to uh, Tokyo oh, yeah. with Chris Middleton yeah. and Drew Aldridge. You're just trying to bury this man. Do you think they said anything to him like, hey, man, Sorry that you uh, we lost, but hey, we're teammates now. So no, what, uh, celebrate with some champions. No, that would be considered being too cocky because you don't want to put up that you were the best. I've just, uh, I've just heard he's not the best teammate, and he's very arrogant. That's just well, that who just told you that Dragon Bender. Dragon Dragon Bender. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. Question for you. What was a better defensive play, Giannis's block or middle or a holiday steal to the series as a whole? Uh, the block, obviously, because I was – I mean, I don't know. Oh, it's pretty tough. close. It's hard, but those are two, like – The block was harder. Anybody could really, like, kind of rip it, but only uh, – Giannis – I don't know, man, but to be in that position, to be yeah, right but there – Because he was spinning around, too. It's not like he was just guarding him straight up. He was in the right spot at the right time. Giannis is the only player in the entire league who could have made that block. Probably the only one long enough. Probably the only player who's like long enough and can jump like high enough and be that quick. Karate, all in one package. He karate chopped that but ball. But I'm saying he Marcus like Smart or even like anybody yeah. else can get lucky with the timing and stripping that ball. It's not like Drew Holiday made like a play nobody else could make. Giannis made a play nobody else could make. That's my take. on the block. I'm so fired up right now. But I love that. That's <laughs> what we got to do. That's what we have to have. What you think, Sam? What's better? Block of the steel? Uh, easily the block. Well, that I was just insane. Like, like, like he said, I I agree with a lot of the his take a lot. So I mean, I don't really have anything to add to that. It's self-explanatory. Very colorful language I use to describe that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, 
I think that does it. I want to thank you, Sam, for coming on. Vibrant yeah. Vibes. First guest. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Thank you, thank yeah, of thank course. You. We'll have to do this more. We'll have to jump on your podcast if oh, you'll yeah, have for us. sure. After I got Jordan pretty heated with my I think if I talk about slander. the Bucks any longer, I my head will explode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It was great. Congratulations, Bucks. Great championship run. Title, moment, baby. Moment I'll never forget being there for uh, that. But, yeah, that being said. Bucks and six. Bucks and Celt- six. Celtics next year, baby. Oh. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good one.